you only have one chance to make a solid first impression to be remembered forever. What are some of the best debuts of all time? Let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Thank God for Wrestling Podcast. I'm co-host number one, CJ McClure. Co-host number two, Johnny King. We're going to talk about our top five debuts of all time. So just getting right into it. Number five, Chris Jericho. Okay. You know, and people do forget that The Rock was able to get the momentum back into his hand. After Jericho came out, his music hit, and he said, welcome to Raw as Jericho. But nonetheless, that's an all-time Raw moment when Jericho debuted. You know, welcome you know, welcome to Raw as Jericho. And just the music hitting, the countdown, and the pop that Jericho got when he jumped ship from WCW to WWF. That's an all-time moment. It's always played repeatedly in, you know, in montages. And from that point on, what Jericho has accomplished, even what Jericho accomplished beforehand in WCW, you know, it was already really good work. And then what he accomplished then on changing his character when he needed to, the world titles that he won, what he's done in AEW, you know, and that was just a solid debut in the beginning of it. Number four, The Shield. I was so pissed as a kid when Ryback got screwed in that triple threat match with him, John Cena, and CM Punk. I mean, just the intensity, the, the tension, I'm sorry, of Punk coming up on one year. Can he walk out of Survivor Series and fully complete the one year when John Cena, Ryback, or unstoppable, arguably, and Ryback had it in the bag. And then these three random guys, all dressed in black, just pulled up. And I was like, how? How does Punk keep getting away with this? And they triple power bombed him in the ounce table, which always went hard. And I remember going into the Shield's first match, one of my favorite matches of all time in the TLC match. I wanted them to lose. I was like, screw these guys. They cost Ryback the title. I was like, I don't care about the future. I care about the now. And just what these guys have accomplished since then, how they have taken over the wrestling industry. You know, Roman has been on fire as the tribal chief. Seth has always been able to put on great matches with anybody and the championships that he's won. Only man to win the WWE and United States Championship at the same time. What Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, how he's continued to stay relevant, say Dominic going over to AEW and how tough he is. I mean, these guys said they were going to take over the wrestling industry and they did. And it started with their debuts. Number three, Brock Lesnar. You know, the Raw after WrestleMania is always pretty important, you know, once obviously WrestleMania is over. And just the fact that this absolute monster just pulls up and lays waste to everybody. Everybody. I mean, him triple power bombing Spike Lee, or Spike Dudley, I'm sorry. Just iconic. And teamed up with Paul Heyman. And then Vince was like, Steve was out, Rock was out, and Vince was like, I need a new guy, and I need one now. I mean, Brock Lesnar had arguably the best rookie year in WWE history. Oh, for sure. I think without a doubt, bro, it was crazy. Yeah. 
WWE Championship in like four months, beat Dwayne at the best SummerSlam of all time, lost at a big show, won the Royal Rumble, beat Kern Gangle in a classic and the main event of WrestleMania, main event of WrestleMania in his first year in the company. Yeah. You know, and, and not to mention everything else that Brock has done since then. Like Brock, Brock knows how to sell. He really does understand a story. He does know how to put on a good match, even if his moves are like sometimes limited or what he's allowed to do. You know, his first run was solid in WWE. Three WWE Championship reigns in like two years. Incredibly impressive. His feud with The Undertaker then, his feud with The Undertaker, his second reign, the seven world titles that he's won in, you know, in his second tenure in WWE all started when he just killed people in his debut, just pulling up. Number two, John Cena. Okay. Ruthless Aggression. Was inspired by what Vince said, kicking off the Ruthless Aggression era. Slapped the taste out of Kurt Angle's mouth. Just tackled him and just was pounding on him. Kurt won that match by the skin of his teeth. He just did a really fancy roll-up. And John just couldn't kick out. But people were cheering for John. They were like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, go off. John adapted when he almost got fired, you know, because the prototype wasn't working. The doctor thugonomics, still very underrated, in my opinion. I wish we got another run with the thugonomics and just, just everything else John has done. He stepped up. He he did have the aggression for real to be that guy. And Vince trusted him. And John did it, 16-time world champion. People call him the greatest of all time for a reason. Number one, I'll admit I'm a little biased, The Undertaker. Okay. Just cold night in Survivor Series of 1990. A mystery partner, Ted DiBiase, introduced him. And just even at his first entrance, kids were scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they were like, <laughs> he eliminated two guys in the Survivor Series match in his first match. I think Ed DiBiase's team lost. You may want to fact check me on that. But nonetheless, I mean, eliminated two dudes right off the bat. And just, again, almost like Brock Lesnar's sense of in one year span, it's Survivor Series in 91, Taker beat Hulk Hogan. Taker's the only wrestler to beat Hulk Hogan for a world title twice. I think his heel work as um as biker taker super underrated and just taker is Loki always been a heel. Why are we rooting for a guy that's dead? He's always really been a heel when you think about it. Yeah. And then and again I'm biased because I'm he's my favorite wrestler of all time, but just you cannot talk about the greatest debuts of all time and not put Undertaker in your list. That's my hot take. Sure. That's my list. All right. My list, number five. Or how many do I have? One, two, three, four, five. So I'm, I'm going to do six. First one is, can just be honorable mention, I guess. Uh, AJ Styles' WWE debut, 2016 Royal Rumble. Just for the sole fact that we thought we would probably never see AJ in WWE. We thought for sure he was just going to be a strictly TNA, strictly New Japan pro wrestling guy. 
And for him to come through the forbidden door and come to the biggest commercial wrestling company of all time, leave all his friends back in the Indies is crazy. And that the the pop when his song came on, people were kind of like, is that AJ? Is that AJ? And then he came out, hood on his head, throws his head back. AJ Styles is in is in WWE. A moment we thought we would probably never see it, it happened. Um number five. I'm gonna go Edge's Wrestle Dream debut for AEW. We all knew this is this is a definitely a new one. We all knew. It was going to happen. We just didn't know if it was going to happen, if that makes sense. And for him to lead the company he's been with since the the 90s, the company he had, he spent his whole career with, the company he became a Hall of Famer with, for him to leave and go to the rival company, AEW, to be with his best friend of Christian uh, Cage. And the fact that he kept Metalingus, and the crowd, it, it was it was crazy, bro. That will definitely go down as one of the craziest debuts, in my opinion. Um, number four, Cody Rhodes' second WWE debut at uh, WrestleMania 38 against Seth Rollins. Also, just for the fact that brother, he literally left WWE, made his made a whole new character, made a whole new name for himself publicly trashed the company, publicly was against the company, became a, 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 v, a EVP at AEW, and he he crafted this American Nightmare character, but he always knew in the back of his mind that he would end up in WWE, but he just didn't know when. And he's finally back. Uh, he debuts against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 38, and he comes back as the American Nightmare because Vince wanted him as his new character, as the person he's became became prominent under. And for him to also break the forbidden door, leave AEW, leave the Indies, leave New Japan, and for him to come back to WWE, and now he's what the the biggest babyface in the company, arguably. Him and LA Knight are probably are two bit biggest babyfaces right now. So yeah, man, Cody Rhodes, uh, WrestleMania thirty eight, number three. CM Punk AEW's debut. Seven long years. We probably I thought we would never see Punk wrestle again, if I'm being honest. For him to come back to AEW, also the again the rival company of WWE. He also publicly trashed the company way worse than Cody Rhodes did, in my opinion. And uh AEW was sort of the new guy on the block, and he he knew he could help bring the company and craft the company to make it to elevate it and his work while he was there we all know it didn't end out it didn't end out on a good note and he may be coming back to the wwe soon but his work there is is it, it, it was it was good man the the night he debuted jumped into the crowd the guy literally crying like sobbing in the stands bro like come on bro you, you can't you cannot put that on the list uh, my number two is Undertaker Survivor Series 1990. Just for the sole fact that Vince created this character, he literally gave Undertaker a second chance at his career because obviously WCW is not working out. And Vince crafted the the what we know today as the Phenom, and that was the start of the dominance of what we know as the Undertaker. So yeah, man, you got to put that up there. And my number one, my number one is Chris Jericho's. Uh, 
Raw debut August 9th, 1999, man. I could could not tell you how many times I've rewatched this debut. Interrupting the rock. You know, they played the 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 vignette, the vignettes, the little uh countdown all throughout the month and stuff leading up to it. And we finally got it. Y2J, Chris Jericho. The way he his 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 promo like diction, his promo, uh his promo rhythm, bro, it was it was crazy. And like the fact that he interrupted The Rock, which is who was arguably the best person on the mic right then in that time in WWE. He said the WWE will never be the same again. And like, bro, that the birth of the Ayatollah rock and roller, the birth of Chris Jericho, bro. Like, it doesn't get any better than this, man. That's my five top five with the honorable mention of AJ Styles. Yeah, man. So we kind of had this kind of had a little bit of the same ones on there. Two of them, two of the same ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just different placement. Yeah, but I think I'm biased with my number one pick because Chris Chris Jericho is definitely in my uh is in my top five favorite of all time. But yeah, man, those are mm-hmm. our, our top five debuts. Let us know what your top five debuts are in the comments below. Uh, let us know who had the craziest take on a top five debut. Um, between me and CJ. And yeah, man, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share. Uh, thank God for wrestling, man. So the words out of my mouth. I'm CJ McClure. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank God for wrestling. We'll see you on the next one.